Welcome to Loveland Tigers football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Alongside Kyle Howard, I am Jason Griefer. Delighted to have you with us on a beautiful but very, very toasty Friday evening from the campus of Milford High School. Eagle Stadium, a matchup between Milford and Loveland. The battle for the bell. This one is an interesting dynamic here because we have two teams, Kyle, from the Eastern Cincinnati Conference, but this is not a conference game. This is part of the Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown. There was a, a scheduling snafu. Both teams had an open date and said, heck, let's play each other. They're going to take each other on again in two weeks over at Loveland, but uh, a really good rivalry. Looks like, Kyle, like we've got a really good crowd here tonight. It is, and it's a pretty pretty solid team on both sides. Obviously, Loveland get, looking to get in the win column this week here. Uh, Milford getting in the win column last week. And a, and a hard, tough fight with Dunbar, Dayton Dunbar last week. Uh, that came off a tough loss against Princeton the week before where they had really battled through the first three quarters and then going to the fourth quarter as a 14-7 game and uh, just everything fell apart in the fourth quarter for them. So um, that was a home game a couple weeks ago. They were going to get back on track. Or, or the uh, Milford Tigers, or Milford Eagles, excuse me, tonight, the Loveland Tigers heading in here tonight. Uh, looking to get in the one call, and that should be an exciting one. Both teams really looking st still for an identity. Of course, Loveland now with Andy Cruz in his third game at the helm, still trying to establish their identity, the new offense, spread offense coming in, that you're still in an adjustment period. But Milford, kind of the same thing. Nine new starters on offense, seven new starters on defense. Only two, oh, back from last year's Milford team, only two receptions total came back this year. So Milford the same way, still trying to find their identity. And as you talked about, you were part of the broadcast of that uh, Milford-Princeton game in which you know, it's a tight all the way through third quarter, early fourth, and Princeton's overall talent just kind of took things over and really made the score look worse than what it was. A lot of a 38-7 score. On the other side for Loveland, two results in a row, two losses, both by a score of 50-20 to 20 at the hands of Sycamore and, and Lebanon. And right now, the key for Loveland, got to figure out how to stop the run. The Tigers come into today allow allowing 270 yards per game through the first two. That has to get better if you want to try and pick up some wins in the ECC going forward. Obviously something you got you got to win the run game and this is a passing team uh, for the overall for Milford, but uh, the first couple games really a uh, couple opponents here for Loveland didn't have to throw the ball much so to, to win those games. So to win the battle up front would be huge tonight for Loveland to get a chance to really force Hunter Johnson in some passing situations which would uh, really make a tough situation for him tonight. And Johnson has struggled uh, through the first couple of games on the season. Under 200 yards, three touchdowns, six interceptions through the first two games. That has to get better here today. It doesn't matter what the opponent is or, or if they struggled or if they're you know undefeated and blown everybody out. You throw the six picks in the first two games, you're asking for trouble. And uh, first game earlier against Princeton here, a lot of defensive a lot of defense in his face to really show that if you get pressure on him, you force him in some tough situations, you might make a bad throw or two. Obviously, last year had a pretty solid game, took the team to the playoffs, took him to the first playoff win in, t in program history. Uh, but not the, not really the start he's looking for so far to start this one. He wants to get back on track tonight. Loveland has other thoughts. Yeah, Tom, Tom Grippa, the head coach at Milford now in his third season, 18-7 overall. Yeah, you're right, the first win in program history in the playoffs a year ago, looking to get to the playoffs for the third consecutive year. Uh, this year, me on the other side, Loveland off a of back-to-back one-win seasons. They're trying to get off the schneid here today in a very tough uh, road environment. This is all, again, part of the Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown. And these two teams are in the ECC, but this game will not count towards the ECC standings. They will play each other again in two weeks at Loveland. That will count towards the conference standings. So a lot on the line here, big-time rivals. Last year's game was no match. Milford easily won that game 71-21. to So 
different different day. You, you never know. You never know what can happen on a week to week basis here. You know, Milford coming off of a, as uh, you said, Kyle, an exciting win last week over Dayton Dunbar, 27-26, and uh, Loveland trying to get off to a better start. That's been the problem the first two weeks for for Loveland. It, the terrible start against Sycamore. You know, four, four minutes into the second quarter, they find themselves down 33 to nothing. Last week, they take the opening drive down the field and score on Lebanon, go ahead 7-0, and then from there, Lebanon takes over, and it's not a game the rest of the way. So can Loveland get off to a better start? Today, we'll find out. They'll wear the home white jerseys with black pants and black helmets with orange lettering and trim, and Milford wearing the home red jerseys, white helmets with a red stripe down the middle and white pants. Logan Farnsworth will kick off, as usual, for the Tigers. Max Ward. Will await the kick for Milford. And also Jackson Stickle. Good crowd here tonight. Still filing in. It is a sunny night. No, expe no expectations for rain. You can hear the Milford student section below us. They're rocking the press box that we're sitting on top of, so that's going to be fun throughout <laughs> the night. And the battle for the bell is underway. Farnsworth, a short kick on the right side. That's a live ball. Still scrolling forward, and Loveland has recovered it. So Andy Cruz getting a little tricky on the opening kickoff. The pooch kick goes just beyond the 40-yard line, and the Tigers fall on it, and they are set up on the Milford 36-yard line. A little tricky for Andy Cruz on the opener. Hey, Milford not ready for that one at all here. They're kind off guard. They're on the 35-yard line where they finally recover the ball. But, uh, man, it's like the trickery to start things off here tonight. You want to try and inject some energy into a team, it's – Really taking it on the chin the first two weeks. That's the way to do it. But now can they put points on the board? They were able to do so in the opening drive a week ago, led by a junior quarterback, Calvin Cloud. 57% completion percentage, 347 yards, five touchdowns, no picks on the year. He will start with Mason Moore in the backfield. We will see a lot of Liam Hamill, though, the senior captain. Three receivers to the left, now one in motion. Handoff is to Moore up the middle across the 35 and stacked up there. May have gotten to the 33-yard line before he's gang tackled by a host of Eagles. Interesting defense. Milford will run, run a 4-2-5 set. So don't be surprised if Loveland chooses to be a little bit more ground-oriented than they were a week ago when they aired the ball out a lot. And their star running back, Liam Hamill, carried the ball just five times. It is a gain of three. And Cloud will throw quick to the right side and right through the hands of the intended target. That's Tyler Lake. And with an offense and a team that's struggling the way it is, you can't drop easy ones like that. Lake let it go right through his hands. Yeah, it was definitely right in his hands. There's a nice throw and right, right on target. Uh, certainly got to have that there. It would have been a decent chunk of yardage on second down, making third and short. But now you have third and long coming up. Loveland was able to convert a few of these. A week ago, and so far in the season, Milford giving up 30, just 33% on third down. It's third and seven for the Tigers. They need the 26-yard line. And before anything gets going, we've got a flag on the play, and it's going to be a procedure penalty against the Tigers, so make it third and 12. Third down on the season offensively, really not been a strength for this Loveland team either. Just 18.5% on third downs, 5 of 27 yep. for the year. Wanted to up that set tonight. False start called on the right tackle, Preston Kells. So make it third and 12. Three receivers to the right. Tyler Lake, the lone set, lone set to the left. Cloud, design roll to the left. All kinds of pressure. Going to slip up through the middle. He'll get to the 35-yard line, but obviously well short of the first down. Just nowhere to go in the middle as immediate pressure came in. 
And now you're kind of in no man's land here. It looks like they're going to stay on the field and not punt because you're at the point where you punt it, you might get a touchback. Uh, you might you might better pin them yep. deep here just by keeping the ball in your hands. Fourth and nine from the 35-yard line. You're right. Kind of too close for a punt. It's pressure coming. Screen is set up to Moore on the left side. Milford reads it. Moore slipped anyway. It's a turnover on downs. Moore would have never made the first down to begin with. Cam Zamorowski. Cam Zaromski, beg your pardon, went there on the stop. And so after the surprise onside kick, Loveland can do nothing with it. They turn it over on downs. Milford takes over at their own 39. Good response for the Milford defense here. Caught sleeping on the open kickoff. Get the ball deep on their own 35-yard line and uh, actually move the offense back. Hunter Johnson, the signal caller for Milford, the senior. Just 198 yards on the season through two games. Three touchdowns, six picks. He'll be, have it from the gun. The option play over the middle, and it's incomplete. Nicely broken up over the middle. That time by Zach Owens, the outside linebacker for Loveland, and a good one. Made a lot of plays last week in the game against Lebanon. He breaks up the first pass attempt for Johnson here tonight. Jack Byer getting the start at tailback here. Thought we would see Caleb Johns, their leading rusher through two games, get the start, but it will be Byer getting the reps on this first sequence. Second and ten. From the 39, 10.33 to go in the first quarter. And Milford with the ball for the first time. Three receivers to the left, one to the right of Johnson. Johnson looking left, down the seam, and Owens knocks it down again. He was staring down his receiver the entire way there. Chase Dusing the tight end, and Owens read it and knocked it away. Nice back-to-back plays from Zach Owens, the senior. And now a third long situation coming up here for the Milford team. Third down, really a struggle for them so far this year. It's just 5 of 23. Not much better than uh, Loveland's been on third down so far. They'll go four wide receivers, two to either side. Byer in the backfield to the left of Hunter Johnson. Receiver comes in motion to the left side. That's Peyton Bauer. Johnson looking to the right side on a square out. It's right through the hands of its intended target. Vince Ringland an incomplete, and Milford will go three and out. So both teams get good field position to start the drive, and neither – really can do anything with the ball here, so good stop here and good response by the Loveland defense. Vince Ringland will punt it away. He's a receiver, also a backup quarterback on the roster, averaging 32 yards per kick on the season, and back to await the return for the Loveland Tigers is the small but exciting Bailey Jackson. He goes just five foot seven. He'll be awaiting the ball at his own 25, staring directly into the sun. We'll see if that becomes a factor here on this punt. High snap, Ringland kicks it just fine. A little bit of a rugby-style kick. Good kick, though, and Jackson going to field it his own 23 and goes down immediately. Ball came out, and they will say it is, I believe, Milford ball. It is. I couldn't quite tell if the, the man who recovered it was in bounds or not. They'll say he was. It was Chase Dusing, the tight end, on coverage as Bailey Jackson puts it on the carpet. And Loveland with a critical turnover. It'll set Milford up on the Loveland 15-yard line. So defense does their job here, allows no yards, and still finds himself here with their backs against the wall here. They're on the 15-yard line now, so they have to step it up again. This is what we talked about in the, in, before the kickoff. Can Loveland get off to a good start so far? The answer is no. Johnson back on with Bayer to his left. Two wide receivers, two tight ends in the formation. Fast to the left side. It is caught, and reaching for the end zone, it is Bryson Chambers 
Listed as a tight end, he can also split out wide. He's a big man outside at 6'3", 185. He has Milford less than a yard away from a touchdown. So three straight incompletions, and now they recover the fumble and now zip it right down to the one. He was being defended by Bailey Jackson, who's getting some reps at cornerback. They'll match up again on this left side. Milford, though, will go heavy on the line. As Caleb Johns is in the game, he gets the handoff, and he walks into the end zone for his second touchdown of the season. And this time with the ball, Milford makes it look easy as it takes him two plays to put points on the board. Caleb Johns doing what he does best here, just pounding away. What's interesting is he spent a lot of time being solely on defense a year ago. They've moved him to tailback. He's their leading rusher through two-plus games, and he has a second touchdown of the season. Peyton Bauer will come on for the extra point. They'll line up in a bit of a funky formation early on. Now they'll get said. They had a bunch of linemen out to the left. Now they'll center it for the traditional extra point. And Bauer on for the try. Good handling of the snap. And Peyton Bauer is now three for three on extra points on the season. So Bailey Jackson muffs a punt. Milford recovers. And two plays later, Caleb Johns plunges in from a yard out. And with 10.07 to go in the first quarter, Milford has the early lead, 7-0 over Loveland. The Tigers will have the ball next when we come back here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. For over 32 years, Nelson & Associates, a family-owned, Ohio-based, full-service real estate company, has specialized in the management and development of affordable housing communities. Choose Nelson & Associates for all of your real estate needs, whether it's sales, development, property management, or consulting. We're an experienced professional team providing quality service. For more information about Nelson & Associates, please visit us on the web at www.nelsonasc.com or call us at 513 961-6011. Filling an opening at your company. Welcome back. Milford with a 7-0 lead off of the Loveland turnover. Kickoff sent back to the goal line. Taken by the Tigers out to the 15-yard line. The return man is popped. That is Tyler Lake, and Loveland will start off pinned back deep inside their own 20-yard line and will look to just make some headway offensively. He had a chance on the first series and wound up actually losing yardage after starting on the Milford 36-yard line. Certainly like to have a better outcome in the last drive here, able to get good field position, just couldn't capitalize. And they played good defense on the ensuing possession, and obviously the turnover really hurts them, and it causes six points or seven points like that. So I'd like to see a response here from the Loveland offense. Calvin Cloud back on the field. Mason Moore alongside him. We saw saw this last week against Loveland. Their star tailback, Liam Hamill, set, was not in on the first two series, and it looks like we have at least that thus far. Receiver comes in motion from left to right. Hamill is up to Moore, trying to cut through the middle, splits through the first wave. Mason Moore out near the 25-yard line. Should be enough for a Tigers first down. Good shiftiness there from the junior, and he's going to pick up 11 and move the chains, and as is custom for the Tigers, they're right back on the football and ready to go again. First first down of the night for the Tigers. Five wide receivers, three to the right, two to the left. Cal Cloud looking left. It is caught by Lake. Moving through the middle. Beg your pardon, that's Ethan Lund. 
He's across the 30, and they'll spot him down at the 33-yard line. Ball and a gain of seven. Hayden Harvey slipped in there and got on his legs. He might have had another five yards had he not stepped in at the end. Loveland right back on the football. Four wide receivers this time. Moore going to get the handoff at the middle. Mason Moore slipping through men. Popped at the 35 and driven back by Caleb Johns. I said it when he scored the touchdown. He primar was primarily a defender last season. That time a pure form tackle as he drove Moore back. They will say, though, that it was enough for the first down. His forward progress was enough. I thought he was stopped at the 35, but he has given forward progress to the 36. So despite the big hit, it's a first down for the Tigers as we have under nine minutes to go in the first quarter. Cloud with five wides, skips the pass outside to Lund. And out wide, Lund trying to negotiate through three Milford helmets. He gets out near the 40-yard line. Mason Moore nearly picked up a block in the back penalty as Johns fl flew in to try and make the tackle early. He threw, five. A, he threw a block on the outer edge here to allow him to get a couple more yards, but it wasn't the outer edge of his shoulder pads. They're very dangerous. Second and five, and Loveland, much better offensive sequence this time. Cloud with some pressure into the middle. Austin Lodor, his reliable big man over the mid middle of the field. He has a first down just across midfield into Milford territory. Simple pitch and catch early on for the third week in a row for Calvin Cloud. Let him get comfortable into the ball game, and he's hit, putting the ball right on the mark on this drive. John's on the tackle there at the 50 as well. Right at midfield, five wide again for Cloud. Looking right, fakes that way. Now nowhere to go with it. Pressure from behind. Cloud scrambles and goes down. He faked to the right, looked back left. Nobody was there, and then looked for Lodor down the field, and Lodor had already pulled up on the play. He was brought down from behind by Jack McKinney. It pushes the ball back to the Loveland 42-yard line, so another negative play for the Tigers just when they seem to get themselves going. Four wide receivers, three to the right, one to the left, and a flag on the play. And Calvin Cloud just drew Hayden Oberschlacke, the defensive tackle for Milford offside. I guess you can call it a hard clap because there was no count. He smacked his hands together to imply that he wanted the ball, and Oberschlacke... Jump forward, so give Loveland five yards back to the 47. Cloud. Design roll out to the right. Still evaluating. High throw, and it misses the mark. Incomplete. Looking on the wide side for Tyler Lake. It'll be third down and 13. Well, the penalty going to back him up here a little bit here, and that's the difference between like a third manageable now and third long. We've seen a few more of these design rollouts over the last couple of weeks for Loveland because the offensive line struggled mightily in week one against an overpowering Sycamore team. Third and 13, Loveland needs an over 40. Cloud, plenty of time. Over the middle, bullet pass incomplete as Jackson could not hang on to it, crossing over the middle as he was pressured by Daniel McCoy, and Loveland will have to punt. It'll be Ethan Lund that will boot it away. Punting has been an issue for Loveland thus far through two-plus games, averaging just 23 yards per punt. Both Lund and Luca Aquilino have both seen action punting the ball and both averaging right at about that mark. Two deep men for Milford, Ward and Stickle. Lund gets this one, sends it a mile high. This is a really good punt. Stickle going to call for the fair catch through his hands and scramble forward on the ground. I think Milford got it at the 28-yard line. 
And they did. Just took about the ball back himself, actually. So a terrific punt from Lund with no chance it was going to be returned. Probably another four, four and a half seconds of hang time. And Milford, though, able to recover it. And they'll start at their own 29, leading 7 to nothing, 7.24 to play in the first quarter. Johnson back on the field from the gun. He'll have Byer to his left. Receiver coming in motion, Ringland. Ringland's going to take it on the jet sweep. Ringland trying to get to the outside. Loveland trying to stretch him out. Ringland cuts back into the inside, makes another man miss. He has a first down across the 40 to the 41-yard line. I thought Loveland had a nice job of stretching him out, but Ringland just kept finding angles to cut it back inside. He picks up 12. Establish things in the ground game here. That's what Loveland wants to stop tonight is when that pro a lot of scrimmage battle tonight. That's going to help him a lot. Man. But for capitalism there. Loveland given, given up 540 yards on the ground through the first two games. They give up 12 on that exchange. Tight box formation on both sides here on this first down play. Johnson out wide, passes low and incomplete. Looking for Ringland out on the far side. Johnson kind of got that, that sidearm kind of gunslinger type of release on the ball. Very interesting, Aaron. You can kind of see with the way he has to muscle that ball out there. You can understand why he's had some accuracy issues on the season. He doesn't go over the top of the ball at all. And so because of that, you, we see right now the Loveland safety is really playing in the box on second and 10 from the 41. Johnson handoff the middle to Byer. Byer trying to push his way. He'll get to about to the 44-yard line before he's gang tackled by a host of Tigers. It'll be third and seven. So what does Milford do here on their second, third down of the game? Could not convert last time. 6.50 to play in the first quarter, and the Eagles leading the Tigers 7-0 here at the Battle of the Bell as part of the Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown. They'll split three to the wide, to the right side, one to the left. It's Bryson Chambers matched up against Bailey Jackson. He'll have about a six-inch tight advantage. We'll see if Johnson looks his way on third and seven. Johnson going to roll out to the right, though. In the middle, Ringland off of his hands and incomplete. Should have been caught. Would have been a first down. He was pressured from behind on the play by Dom Collette. But that's a ball right there, Kyle. you got to pull in for your quarterback and move the chains. Yeah, especially on third down there, a chance to convert. So they're going to be punting here. Can Jackson handle this punt? Sun has gone down behind the trees to our right, so it's not a factor on the field anymore like it was in the first one. Not sure if that played a factor into Jackson muffing the punt, which led to the Milford touchdown. Ringland, standing his own 35, gets a running start into it, a line drive. Jackson will have a shot to return this, feels it at the 18. Jackson cutting into the middle, and he's brought down at the 28-yard line. Late flag comes in near the spot in which Jackson went down. So we will wait and see what the call is. It is a block in the back against the Tigers, so another penalty will back them up. So again, Loveland, after getting the stop defensively, this time has themselves backed up due to a penalty. So it'll be backed up to the 18-yard line, so for the second straight possession, Loveland will start inside their own 20, trailing 7-0. 
with 6.15 to go in the first quarter. Still have yet to see Liam Hamill in the game for Loveland. He will not be in on this first down play. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Mason Moore in the backfield. Jackson comes in motion. They're going to hand it off to Moore up the middle. Moore gets across the 20 and to the 22-yard line. Game four on the first play. Hayden Overslake with the tackle in the middle. Now a couple of subs in. Natwan Webster, the freshman tailback, getting into the action here on this series. Two stacked receivers on either side of Cloud on second down. Design Raw to the right. Has Lake open. Lake has it this time. He is hammered at the spot of the first down, and that's going to be a flag on the play for a helmet-to-helmet hit as he was leveled by Trent Hodge. Lake turned, and Hodge was right there and, and stood him straight up. But I think they're going to get Hodge for a helmet-to-helmet hit on a defenseless receiver. Lake had just made the turn when Hodge was there and drilled him. He lunged at him almost directly at his upper shoulder pads. And that's not sure he actually meant to hit him in the head, but he, it did. So One of those bang-bang plays. The ball spotted at the 26-yard line as of now, so it's a couple of yards shy of the first down. And it'll be moved forward. And they do indeed call Hodge with the contact to the helmet. So that's a 15-yard penalty. It'll give Loveland a first down to their own 41. Crowd here doesn't like it, but that's that's the right call in that instance. Cloud goes up to the line to make an adjustment. His two receivers to his left, two to his right. Webster in the backfield. And off is to Webster. Starts right, cuts the middle. Webster across midfield. Antoine Webster keeps his feet going into Milford territory to the 46-yard line. Game of 13 for Webster. And a first down for the Tigers. Tigers offensively looking very composed on these last two series. Now trips to the right. Nobody guarding Lund to the left, and Cloud never saw it. They're going to hand it to Webster up the middle. That's a bad break. Webster gets the ball to the 41-yard line. Nobody was covering Ethan Lund on the left side of the field, and Cloud never saw it. All he had to do was catch the snap and pitch it out wide, and there was nobody within 20 yards of Ethan Lund. They just forgot to cover him. But nevertheless, Webster gets a gain of five on first down. Under five minutes to play. Cloud looking right. Has Lake, for, for, again, Lake has a first down to the 31-yard line. Again, safe, easy throws, and the defender's giving him room, and Calvin Cloud is picking these off one after another. Cloud's made some nice throws, a couple of drops tonight. This time, Lake hangs on to it, knows exactly where he wants to go with the ball, able to make a cut inside and get some extra yardage after the catch. First catches of the season for Lake here tonight. Webster stays in the backfield, play fake in the middle. That is tipped, and just right by Johns, who was in position for an interception, went by his shoulder before he could get a hand up on it. But it was deflected at the line. I believe Cam Zaromski got a hand on it as they were looking left. Second and ten for the Tigers. Looking for the equalizer here. As we wind down the first quarter, still 4.19 to go. Trips left, Lake alone to the right. Cloud looking left, now they want the screen set up. And Moore has it, Moore has it, and it has blockers in front of him. Mason Moore inside the 20, dragged down from behind at the 17-yard line. And another nice gain for Loveland. This time it was on third down. They needed 10, they get 14. 
Third down conversion here. It's, uh, it's been an area of weakness so far for this team here, but they're able to get it done here in third and long. Good creative call on the play from Coach Cruz. Four wide receivers. Moore in the backfield. Two on either side. Pressure showing. Handoff is to Moore. Couldn't squirt through as Milford was bringing the heat up the middle. He was hit by Hayden Harvey in the backfield. It'll be a loss of a couple back to the 19. Also give credit to Lucas Bowling in on the on the stop. It'll be second and 12 as Lodor moves from right to left. Four wide receivers to the left. Tyler Lake remains on his lonesome to the right. Cloud looking that way, looking at his matchup. Going to look left, though, to throw. Hit to Lodor on the fly, and a great job by Caleb Johns to arrive as soon as the ball does to knock it away. It'll be third and 12. Well, he was barely tightly consistent over there with, it was, uh, with those Johns there. Had nice coverage in Austin Lodor, but you almost wonder if he had more room just running outside and to get a couple of yards there in third down. Dangerous throw, though. Johns could have stepped in front and taken it back. And Cloud is not known as a runner. He likes to stay back in the pocket and throw it. He'll do it here on third and 12, and a flag on the play. Pass into the end zone. It is up and coming down with it in the end zone is Austin Lodor. I don't know how he brought it down, but I also don't know if the touchdown will stand. A flag is back near the line of scrimmage. Lodor made nearly an impossible catch. Double coverage coming down in the end zone as well. That's a really, really tough catch to make, and it's unfortunate it's coming back, and it is coming back. It's a sideline warning against Milford, so no, the penalty Trick is declined. Down. It'll be a touchdown. What a grab from Austin Lodor over the middle, his second touchdown of the season. And you were right there, Kyle, through double coverage. He went up and got it. What a beauty. I tell you, that, that for my money, that's Calvin Cloud's best throw of the season as well. Logan Farnsworth will come on for the extra point. High snap, and it is blocked. And as is the case in high school football, can't return it, so the extra point is no good. But Calvin Cloud hits Austin Lodor for a terrific touchdown on third and long with three minutes to go in the first quarter. It is Milford 7, Loveland 6 here in ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies ask, what's your salary? At Northwestern Mutual Cincinnati, we ask, what's your story? We know building the right financial plan means looking at more than money. That's why we start by asking the right question, listening to what matters most to you, then guiding you every step of the way to help you live the life you want. Now and now years from now, plan your financial story with Northwestern Mutual. Contact us today at 513-366-3600 or visit us on the web at cincinnati.nm.com. For over 32 years, Nelson & Associates, a family-owned, Ohio-based, full-service real... Welcome back to Milford. Calvin Cloud connects with Austin Lodor for the second time this season. Extra point is blocked, so Loveland back in it, but trailing Milford by a score of 7-6 with three minutes to play in the first quarter. Stickle and Ward will await the kick of Farnsworth. A line drive kick. Ward on the right side wisely lets it go out of bounds in a procedure penalty. Actually, it was Hayden Krasafi on the kick that time for Loveland instead of Farnsworth. Try to low line drive across 
up the middle, and it took a bounce immediately to the right and went out of bounds. So it'll be an illegal procedure penalty against the Tigers. And Loveland will have to do some more work again as Milford will have good field position to start at their own 35-yard line. Ball will be placed at the 35-yard line. We need to put over first down and 10. What a throw, what a catch. Cloud and Lodor on that touchdown from 19 yards out. Hunter Johnson back to work. Has two receivers, heavy up front, and Byer along his left. Johnson wants to throw out the right side. High, but Ringland goes up and snatches it out of the air. Terrific grab there by the six-foot-four Vince Ringland. I don't know how he came down with that. That was a good eight inches over his head. And he picks up enough for a first down to the 47. Johnson has a nice zip on the ball, too. He's able to get in there quick. And that's, uh, you see that by Ringland there on the catch as well. Johnson before the flat snap. A flag is going to be called. It looks like it's going to be offside against the Tigers, so it'll move Milford into Loveland territory. Croachman penalty called against Ion Davis, the senior defensive end. So it'll be first and five in Loveland territory. Dusing will line up behind the offensive line to the right. Johnson from the gun has Byer to his right. Byer's going to take it, trying to squirt through. Jack Byer does across the 40 to the 39-yard line. Another Milford first down. Similar to Mason Moore for Loveland there, Kyle. Just small, gets down low, hides behind that offensive line for extra yards. And so that's what you got to have there, a nice change of pace off the bench. Really been effective tonight. Interesting, we saw coming in this game a lot of Caleb Johns offensively for Milford, but so far in this game, by my eye, the only play he was in was when he carried it into the end zone from a yard out. Johnson this time on first down will go with an empty backfield. Byer comes in motion on the sweep. He'll get it. He'll try and stretch him out. Owens forced him back inside, and Byer will get to the 36-yard line for a gain of three. In the tackle there is Hersey Stranchev. Austin Lodor also went on the stop. That's your reward. You make a spectacular catch for a touchdown. You're going right back out and playing defense, but that's the beauty of high school football. You'll see that a lot. Second and seven from the 36 for Milford, leading seven to six, under two minutes to play in the quarter. Johnson, straight drop. Wants a shot down the right side and incomplete. And a flag is going to be called against Dom Collett of Loveland. I think they're going to get him for holding or just straight-up interference on Ringland. Well, they got tied up about five yards sooner and I think before the ball actually landed there. I think it may have just been before the ball was released there. I think it tied him up. Sometimes he's going to tie it up like that, though, and they're getting for pass interference on that, but I, I don't know. I, I thought they got tied up with their legs going into it. They could have got him for either interference or holding, but it's the 15-yard pass interference, so the ball moves to the 21-yard line. Johnson will have a buyer to his right, two receivers at split out wide to the right. One receiver to the left and Dallas Adams. Byer's going to get it, tried to cut to the right, and could not do it. Austin Lodor popped him right at the 20. A couple of tackles in a row for Lodor. Minute 20 to go in the first quarter. Milford driving, leading 7-6. Johnson awaiting the call from the sideline. Neither team huddling. That's... Kind of the M.O. nowadays for most offenses at any level. 
maybe some huddling at the professional level, but high school and college, not, not so much. Johnson has Byer to his right. He'll drop back the throw, though. Once a wide receiver screen to left, Adams right through his hands and incomplete. Not sure if Adams has heard the steps coming or maybe the throw was a little wider than he anticipated it, but it'll be third down and nine. Loveland's gotten a couple third down stops already in the game. Can they do it here and force Milford into a decision from the 20-yard line? From here, it would be about a 37-yard field goal. And so far through two-plus games, Milford has not attempted one. And before anything can happen on the snap, we have a timeout called by Milford. So big third down coming up with 55 seconds to play in the first quarter. Milford with the ball at the Loveland 20-yard line, leading 7-6 here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Loveland Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com slash careers today. Timeout. It'll be third and nine for Milford. Big stop here. Kyle Loveland would lo need to get off the field. Johnson with pressure coming from his left. They had the man leaking out. It'll be a first down and a whole lot more. In fact, it's going to be a touchdown for Milford as Max Ward leaked out from the backfield and got into the flats. Just too much speed for the linebacker covering him, and he dances in from 20 yards out to extend Milford's lead. It's amazing how much that guy can continue to have energy because he plays both ways defensively as well as he plays uh, safety as well in this team. Does a phenomenal job being all over the field in that regard. And I'd say the timeout worked out here. They had a chance to talk things yeah. over and get the play right, and uh, right out of the break there, they hit the flat in the screen. And again, the first play we see Max Ward in offensively. He puts it into the end zone. It's Bauer. Peyton Bauer, the place kicker, I think, was too busy celebrating and forgot he had to come on to the kick the extra point. He's out there now. High snap, and the kick is up, and it is good. So Max Ward with the 20-yard touchdown catch, second touchdown of the night, and fourth of the season for Hunter Johnson. 48 seconds to go in the first quarter. Milford, 14, Loveland, 6 here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Budget Door of Cincinnati has you covered. You specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock doors. With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement codes, Budget Door can help you with any other dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today. Hunter Johnson hits Max Ward from 20 yards out. Milford once again pushes our lead out. Now an eight at 14 to six with 48 seconds to play in the first quarter. Vince Ringland will kick off from the 40 for Loveland. Bailey Jackson will await the kick as well as Tyler Lake. Kicking off for the Eagles, number 10, Vince Ringland. 
Good crowd on both sides. We felt the Milford student section shaking the press box here across the way. Loveland, they brought quite a student contingent as well. That's always good to see the student sections traveling. No matter where you're at in high school football, we like seeing that. Especially a good rivalry here in the battle for the bell. It's like the press box is shaking below us here, Kyle. Yeah, they brought a full crowd tonight, and they're lively. Ringland, short squibber up the middle, and Lake will eventually field it at his 18-yard line. Lake trying to cut right side through the middle now and out near the 45-yard line. Good return. I thought Lake may have had more space had he cut it out to the right sideline. Instead, he moves up the middle and near midfield. So Loveland's going to get really good starting position as the first quarter nears its conclusion. Good drive last time for Loveland. Obviously the points on the board, but nevertheless to convert two long third down plays deep in Milford territory. Coach Cruz has to love that. Cloud back out. Moore will be with him in the backfield. Still have not seen Liam Hamill on the field today for the Tigers. In fact, as I'm looking across the way now, I know why. He's, in, he's on crutches on the far sideline. Play fake. Cloud's going to keep it himself on the read option across the 45 to the 48-yard. That's a new wrinkle. We haven't seen a lot of Cloud keeping that ball himself. But a nice idea there just to keep the defense honest. Hamill just now came into my line of vision behind a host of other players. You can see him from here. He's in street clothes and has a heavy brace on his left leg. Certainly hope he for a speedy recovery for him. Absolutely. Cloud going to keep it himself there. Should have given it off to Mason Moore. And Cloud, with the indecision there, will lose about a yard and a half back to the 46-yard line where it will be third down and eight. And sometimes you're going to have growing pains like this as you switch to a new spread offense, and that's exactly what we saw right there. And with that, we end the first quarter, and now Loveland will have a critical third down when we start in second. We're at the end of one here in the Battle for the Bell. It's Milford 14, Loveland 6 here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com. That's lovelandchiro.com. And on Facebook. Kyle Howard, I'm Jason Griefer. Delighted to be here with you as we begin the second quarter of the Battle of the Bell here in ESP Media. Loveland with the football, trailing Milford 14-6, and a big third down coming for the Tigers. It's third and eight on their own 46-yard line. What does Andy Cruz draw up here? They converted two third downs in a row, two long third downs in a row on the previous drive, the touchdown drive. First the screen and then the touchdown pass into the end zone to Austin Lodor. What does he draw up here? He has four wide receivers bunched in tight to the line. Flag on the play on the near side and offside against Love, against Milford, beg your pardon. So it'll make it a much more manageable situation here in a third and three. 
Stats pretty even through one quarter. Loveland outgained Milford just a bit, 104 to 77. Of course, part of that was because Milford started their first touchdown drive at the Loveland 15. Cloud will have two receivers stacked to his left and right. Mason Moore in the backfield. Design roll to the right. Passes high. It is caught by Lake. Makes a man miss. Has a first down at the 41-yard line. Lake, a great job to cut back into the middle. And that was enough for the first down. Another easy pitch and catch throw for Calvin Cloud. Once again, finds Tyler Lake, his third grab. Loveland right back to it. Trips left, one right. It's Lake out to the right side again. And now another flag and a false start is going to be called against Loveland. Didn't see who moved. Loveland wasn't set for barely a second, and a flag came in. It's a fifth penalty already against the Tigers, now for 40 yards. Not a category you want to be leading in. No. Loveland dominated time of possession in that first quarter as well, had it for over eight minutes, but yet trailing 14 to six here. So now it's first and 15 from the Milford 46. Handoff is to Moore up the middle. Trying to fight through, and he'll get back close to the original line of scrimmage. He'll be just shy of that, so it'll be second and about 10 and a half. Austin Lodor checks back in for Loveland. We'll see if they look for him streaking down the seam. He'll line up as a tight end on the right side of the line. Cloud on second down. Play fake. Now rolling left. Has a man underneath. That is Ethan Lund. Lund reaching for it on the near sideline. He will be bumped out of bounds at the 32-yard line. He'll be about a yard shy of the marker. Look for Jackson in the middle. It wasn't there. Lund broke off on the out route for a gain of nine. So third and one for Loveland. Each team one of three on third down so far tonight. Moore will get it, trying to bounce out to the wide side. That's going to be a face mask call and an easy one as Oberschlake just reached out and yanked Moore down by the face mask. So Loveland will have an easy first down. And then another flag comes in after that sequence. I'm not sure if it's included in that, if there's some pushing and shoving after the play or what. I'll have to wait and see on that one there. But for Oberschlake, got to be frustrating on that side because he probably didn't need to grab him by the face mask. He probably had a stop there anyway. But that's going to, depending on what the other flag is, this will be a first down because of it. And it looks like the late flag that come in was just really for a point of emphasis, I guess. Definitely a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely a face mask. And I, I guess that last, uh, the back judge just wanted to make sure everybody knew it was a penalty. Or maybe he just needed to get the arm, arm loose. Maybe, he's got, uh, maybe he didn't get his bullpen session <laughs> in today. Not enough flags thrown yet. That's right. Webster in the backfield alongside Cloud. Four wide receivers. Jackson will go in motion from left to right. From the 19, Cloud looking right. Still time. Cloud now scrambling, looking left. Cloud throws it, slipped out of his hands. It's going to go out of the back of the end zone, incomplete. Lake was the nearest man available, and that ball just slipped out of his hands and really turned into a, fl a fluttering duck. Chase Hodge trying to make a nice play, and that ball as well, keep his feet in balance toward the end, and uh, just came out of his fingertips trying to come down with that one in the back of the end zone. Would have been an interception there. Yeah, Cloud, that's not the first time that's happened where that slipped out of his hands. A little surprised he hasn't thought about maybe working with a glove on that hand. A little extra grip. 
Nevertheless, no harm, no harm done. Second and ten. Five wide receivers. Cloud to the right side and a one hopper to Lake. It's incomplete. That looked like it. Looked like that one might have slipped as well. And a man down for Loveland. It's Brian McFarland, the offensive lineman. Looks like he's holding maybe his right arm, right shoulder. Slowly went to the ground after the ball fell and complete and the play ended. Not what Loveland wants to see. One of their seniors on the offensive line go down. Already playing with a good amount of youth on the field as is. And when you have one of your senior big men go down like this, it could spell even more trouble. McFarland sitting up now. Again, trainers continuing to check to check on him. Looked like, again, from our vantage point on top of the press box, he was holding his right arm. He looks like he's up and he's about to start walking off. So that's good to see. And he'll get a nice hand from both schools' fan contingents. So now, with the injury to McFarland there, Kyle, if you're Milford, do you ramp up the pressure now on third and long with a starter offensive lineman out for Loveland? You have to see here. That's a. You kinda, I kind of I expect some uh, more of a rush, pass rush here on uh, definitely a third and long situation here. It's almost obviously a passing down at this point here. you got to get a first down here and to keep the drive alive already deep in territory here. I've got to expect a pass rush here, especially down alignment here. I think it's what you do here. Four wide receivers. Three to the right. Ethan Lund available to the left. Cloud looking right and nowhere to go and still step in the middle. Flags all over the place. Cloud's going to scramble inside the 10 and he'll slide down at the 8-yard line but a flag Back near Cloud was scrambling at the 28-yard line in the area of a hold. Yeah, we got to expect this one will probably come back as right as he was escaping the pocket as well. So, correction is going to be holding on the defense here. It's just probably wow. thrown out of the way that trying to make a tackle. There. Wow. So yeah, it, it'll be declined, and Cloud will have a first down at the eight-yard line. It, usually, Cloud was rolling to his right and scrambled to the left. A lot of times, that's where you'll see the hold come in, and that's where I thought it was going to be on the play. And I think Calvin Cloud's even surprised that wait, that that was on them. That's a very gray uh, gray area penalty to call for defense to it. So you're allowed to grab the jersey and throw them around, but if it's in a hole, you're not allowed to do it. It's just really challenging to know what, what's right and what's wrong. Especially when you're that's, pursuing, you're not you're not being pursued. So first and goal from the eight-yard line. And uh, Milford coaching staff still asking for an explanation. They, they don't like what they hear. So first and goal from the eight for Loveland. 10.32 to go in the second quarter. As Loveland looks to draw closer again. Cloud hands off to Webster, trying to go to the right side. Nowhere to go. Max Ward stacks him up in the backfield. It'll be a loss of four to the 12. Tell you what, Max Ward, five foot six, 135 pounds, but he plays like he's 6'5". He's a plays with a bunch of heart and passion, and doesn't let the size get in the way of him. Nice tackle, nice tough tackle in the backfield. You got to respect the toughness for for a, a guy that size. As you said, plays much bigger than what the what is listed in the media guide. So loss of four makes it second and goal from the 12. It'll be four wide receivers to the left. One to the right, Tyler Lake. And now before the play happens, Loveland will spend a timeout as the pl play was late getting in. So before a delay a game call and another backup, Loveland will spend a timeout. With that, we're going to keep it right here during during this uh, brief timeout here, 9.50 to go. Great crowd here. Sun has gone down, so it's cooled down quite a bit. I know when we were getting set up here, Kyle, a little while ago, it was 
felt like it was in the 90s. Now it's cool, comfortable, and for September, middle of September, about a good night of football weather-wise as you could ask for. Absolutely. Uh, with us being outdoors, we're thankful it's not raining tonight as yeah. well. That's the equipment we have out here. But and it was a scorcher walking in here tonight. It was working up a sweat, but it's it's really cooled off and been a nice night out tonight. And a pretty uh, overcast skies here too. And a good football game thus far. Both teams making plays on the defensive side. We've seen a couple of guys make some really nice plays offensively. You know, Austin Lodor for Loveland, Max Ward for Milford, able to put it into the end zone. And we've seen Loveland already able to convert in the third long situation. They'll have another possible chance if they do, don't do anything here on second down and goal from just outside the 12-yard line. Four wide receivers to the right. Ethan Lund lined up solo to the left. Cloud looking for Lund. A slant in the middle, too high and wide, incomplete. Lund had a step inside, and Cloud just missed him. Justin Bell really had a, the best shot at that one here, and that's still probably a good three yards to the to the right of him as he's staying in the end zone trying to make a pick there. Yeah, just an inaccurate throw as Lund had the position and has a size advantage over Jackson Stickle, who's defending him on the outside. Stickle goes just 5'8", a buck 50. And Ethan Lund, 6'3", 175. So third and goal from the 12-yard line. Cloud, standard pass rush. Pressure from the right side. He never felt it, and he went down. He was looking to the left and never felt the pressure coming from the right side. And he is sacked in the backfield. Cam Zaromsky drops him, and Loveland will send on the field goal unit as Logan Farnsworth will be on for the first field goal try of his career. Did not try any last year as a freshman in backup duty, and this will be his first attempt this season. It'll be from 35 yards out. Almost to the right hash as well. Low snap, Farnsworth a line drive, the flag before, the before anything happens. It'll be a false start against Loveland, so back him up even more. Would put it about a 40-yard field goal, and if I'm if I'm Andy Cruz here, a 40-yard field goal, that's gonna that might be tough for Farnsworth. I may think about going for this and, and heave one to the end zone. Well, he didn't hit that one very well from the uh, from no. right or was it at 35 either, so. And that was a low line drive. It never had a chance. But I think Andy Cruz is gonna stick with Farnsworth and put some faith in him and let him try one from 40. Okay, good to get some confidence in their players here, give him a shot. Gotta give him a try there, yeah. We'll see if that, that five-yard backup causes a problem for Farnsworth. But here he is on from 40. Nap is down. Much better kick this time, but he's going to push it to the left and no good. Not sure it would have had the distance anyway, but Farnsworth, I think, trying to get everything he could into it, hooked it to the left. So Milford's defense holds, and they'll get the ball back with 9.04 to go in the second quarter after Farnsworth misses from 40. Good defensive stand there by Loveland uh, after a Third, third down conversion here, allowed the quarterback to scramble outside and get the first down, third long. Able to hold up there, get a, obviously the false start penalty hurt on the field goal kick right there, but good stand there. So from the 20-yard line, Milford will take over. Looking to drive and stretch the lead out. 9.04 to play in the second quarter. Johnson from the gun as Byer to his right. Fire will get it, trying to move left side down the middle. Jack Fire makes one man miss, makes a second man miss. He's out near the 30-yard line. He'll be stopped just shy. It'll be a gain of nine. Number six, Jack Byer, the ball carrier on the tackle, number 11, Jake Katsanas. on the stop, Jake Katsanas, senior DB for Loveland. It'll be second and one for Milford. 
They'll move it to set up from the left hash. Really same formation here on second down. Byer to the right of Johnson. Man comes in motion, and they'll give it to him on the sweep. That's Bryson Chambers trying to cut the middle, and I don't think he's going to get to the first down. He'll be about a half a yard shy. Nice job by Loveland to stretch it out and collapse inward and bring Chambers down as they tried him on the end on the sweep. It'll be third down and less than a yard. Milford thus far one for three on third down. This is always a challenge when you run a spread offense. How do you work on converting third and short? Both teams will stuff the box. Johnson will still be in the gun and have Byer to his right. High snap, Byer gets it, and he'll have a first down across the 40 to the 43-yard line. Simple power play off the left side, and Byer moves the chains. Nate Holman on the stop for Loveland. The ball spotted at the Milford 33. 7.30 to play in the first half here at the Battle of the Bell. Milford moving and leading 14-6. Four wide receivers for Johnson, two to either side. And before the play, another infraction. We've had a lot of these here tonight. It'll be another one against Loveland, this time an offside. Well, Loveland already approaching double-digit penalties. And we're just five minutes into the second quarter. And when you're struggling as is, the way Loveland has defensively through the first two weeks, you can't give a, te you can't give a team like Milford, who's still trying to find their way offensively, free yardage. Absolutely not especially when you're already down by the score as well. It'll make it first and five from the 38. Johnson, drop back, looking to pass. Plenty of time. He'll want a shot deep down the field. That's a jump ball and incomplete. Went through the hands of about four players as he had Ringland and Dusing in the area. It really just became a jump ball at that point as they were so close together. Bailey Jackson in on the defense as long as was Jake Katsanis. It's incomplete. You can see right there, Johnson had to put everything he could into that one to get it about 35 yards down the field. He stepped back and just launched it and was hoping for a prayer there at that point. Had time. Maybe he could have moved closer to the line of scrimmage to let that one go to give one of his guys a chance to catch and stride. But nevertheless, it's second and five. Maybe look for Bayer here. No, Johnson wants to throw. Over the middle, leaking down there is Max Ward. Max Ward breaks the tackle, and Max Ward inside the 20 to the 10 to the end zone. Max Ward, two offensive plays and two touchdowns for Milford. That's efficient. This one from 62 yards out. They just sent him on a simple wheel route out of the backfield, and Loveland had no answer. Well, he's got speed, and he's a bruiser. He's a tough guy to take down. He makes nice tackles on defense here, and he's got, he's got quickness and good hands, so it's – Tough guy to field off the, out of the backfield here. Trying, he can kind of sneak in between the defense and yeah. without noticing really. So Max Ward's run two plays on offense, and he scored on both. Caleb Johns has run one play on offense, and he scored on it. Hidden threats on the bench. You got it. Keep your best tools in the shed, apparently. Peyton Bauer on for the extra point. Low snap handled through, and Bauer, no problem. So... Max Ward catches one down the seam and breaks it loose. A 62-yard score with 6.50 to go in the second quarter. It is Milford 21, Loveland 6 here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. 
For over 55 years, Miller Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com. Loveland Chiropractic. Max Ward, a 62-yard touchdown pass from Hunter Johnson. Extends the Milford lead now at 21-6 with 6 minutes and 50 seconds to play in the first half. Vince Ringland will kick it off for the Eagles and a deep kick towards the left side. Tyler Lake will field it at his own three. Lake working into the middle across the 20, and he stopped right there and slung backwards. Brought down by Lucas Bowling. So 6.41 to play in the half. Loveland will start at their own 21. They will spot it. They'll give them an extra yard of forward progress. And Calvin Cloud will go back to work. Pair of teams that uh, squared off against these two teams in the last couple of weeks here. Princeton and Sycamore battling tonight. Up at Sycamore, it's a 0-0 game and a half on that one. Wow, well, very that's, a battle. that's a very, very surprising given how high power those teams' offenses can be, Sycamore especially on the ground. Here from the 21, Cloud looking left side, fires the one in low, and Lund goes down to get it, and he'll be on the turf at the 24-yard line. Be a gain of four. Bailey Jackson moved from right to left in the formation. So two right, two receivers to either side. Mason Moore in the backfield. Now Jackson goes back to the right. Moore takes the hand off the middle. Mason Moore across the 30. He'll have a first down, and he'll be pushed forward to the 33-yard line. Like the, like the misdirection there, Jackson comes across in the sweep. You stick Moore behind him up the middle, and he'll pick up nine. But Mason Moore's looked really good running the ball here in the first half. He definitely has. Some, uh, nice little punch off the bench here, obviously, with Hamill being out this week here. Nice to have that depth on this team. From the 33, Cloud will have three receivers to his right, one to his left. Play fake, Cloud into the middle, and it's picked off by Caleb Johns inside the 15 to the 10 to the 5, and it's a pick six for Milford. They tried to get Austin Lodor, and Caleb Johns read it and jumped the route and took it to the house. And Johns just took it out of his hands there. It was, it was, he was sitting on that route, stole it out of his hands, and took it back. And he had to run off Bailey Jackson near the goal line as well. He had a big collision there about the two-yard line as he went in. Is there anything Caleb Johns and Max Ward can't do? Certainly play offense and defense. Yeah. Than that. They haven't seen him have to punt or, or try a kick yet. Peyton Bowers getting a workout now here in the second quarter. He's on for another extra point. As Calvin Cloud throws his first interception of the season, and it results in a pick six for Caleb Johns. Peyton Bowers' extra point is up, and it is no good off to the left. So 5.33 in the second quarter, and trouble brewing for Loveland once again. 
as Caleb Johns takes it to the house on a pick six. 5.33 to go in the second quarter as Milford 27, Loveland 6 here on ESPN Media powered by Sidearm Sports. For professional staffing, there's only one name you need to know, Robert Half. Robert Half custom matches our candidates to your specific hiring requirements by combining personalized service from local staffing experts with an advanced matching technology based on 70 years of successful placements. For highly skilled accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, or administrative staffing, count on Robert Half. We'll find you productive, engaged employees. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio. Milford now scoring by way of their defense, a pick six from Caleb Johns as he sat on a route and a ball intended for Austin Lodor, and as Kyle said, just ripped it out of Lodor's hands and took it the distance for the touchdown. Extra point was no good, so it's a 27-6 lead in favor of Milford with 5.33 to go in the first half. Ringland sends it deep. Lake will field it at his own five. Lake up the middle, leaps through first set of tacklers, and is met immediately upon landing at the 24-yard line. Flag tossed late, very, very late. Uh, they're going to keep rolling. It looks like around the 12, no, excuse me, the 17-yard line there. Block in the back called against Austin Lodor, so back it up. Things going from bad to worse in a hurry. And as you approach halftime, that's about the worst time you want things to turn this way. You never want it to happen in general, but this is certainly one of the more inopportune times because now if you don't build something to go into halftime, the, the pick six and the other mistakes that you made, you just have halftime to sit here and stew about. Now, how does a quick response here for a, sure? Absolutely. How does Calvin Cloud now respond off of his first interception of the season? He'll line up in the gun as the ball is moved back to the eight-yard line, thanks to the block in the back penalty on Austin Lodor. He'll hand off to Moore, trying to cut right side. Mason Moore makes a man miss. He'll have a first down out near the twenty-yard line. Mason Moore continues to impress, and a gain of twelve on first down. So the ball spotted at the 20. Cloud will now have an empty backfield, five wide. Quick pass out to the right side. It's dropped. Low ball and the intended target out wide. Looking for Lake. We really would have had nowhere to go with it. He probably would have had to go to Winnie to catch it anyway, so it's probably not a bad thing that that fell incomplete because if Lake brings that down, it's probably a loss of a couple. 425 to play in the half, second and 10, as Lodor gets his assignment and he'll move to the left side. He'll be joined on the left side by Luca Aquilino and Ethan Lund. Lake out to the right side, Moore in the back foot. Aquilino, the backup quarterback, goes in motion. They'll hand off to Moore, trying to cut to the left side. That is going nowhere in a hurry. Just took too long to develop, and Zaromski is there again. Just the offensive line collapse there. Got a good jump and nowhere to go. Loveland now in another third and long. Seems like it's becoming repetitious as we go forward here in the second quarter. It is third and 12. The Tigers need their own 30-yard line to keep the drive going. Cloud will go with an empty backfield. Three to his left, two to his right. 
McLeod. Pressure in his face. Over the middle, and Jackson, a high ball. It's incomplete. Max Ward with a perfectly timed hit, but Cloud puts it too high for the five foot seven Bailey Jackson, and Loveland will have to punt. Certainly not the response you're looking for on that drive there after the uh, pick six there. Ethan Lund will come on for the punt. Didn't take much time off the clock either now. Nope, so you're right. More time for Milford to have a chance to score. Both teams have two timeouts. Currently stands 338 on the clock. Lund will stand at his own five-yard line to punt it away. And it looks like Max Ward will be the return man standing at his own 45. Good snap. Lund sends this one a mile high towards the Milford bench. And it will take a bounce towards the middle of the field. And Loveland will down it at its own 49. Yard line, so a 31-yard punt for Ethan Lund, and Milford will start in plus territory, leading by 21 and looking for more as the first half nears its conclusion. Now, if you're Milford here, you can kind of run plays at your own leisure here and kind of play at your own pace, decide what you want to use here and there. And um, don't want to show too much here as well. If you're up to a good lead here, you don't want to show too much. They're going to play again in two weeks again here, so any trick really you probably want to hold off. Johnson, play fake, wanted it over the middle. It's not there. He's going to tuck it and run himself. He'll fall forward to the 45-yard line as he was popped by a couple of Tigers, making something out of nothing. He wanted Dusing over the middle, but Dusing was well covered on the play by Zach Bebout. It'll be a gain of four for Johnson. Johnson gets his call in from the sideline. Three minutes remaining in the first half. Kyle makes a good point here. How much offense do you show knowing you're going to see these Loveland Tigers again in two weeks? Johnson hands off. And right side, Byer trying to move forward, and he is slung backwards. Number six, Jack Byer, the ball and brought down on, on the play ben by Ben Morrison. It'll be third down and about three. It'll be third down and three for the Eagles. And Milford in no hurry, leading by three scores. And in plus territory with 2.30 on the clock. Four wide receivers, two on either side. Byer in the backfield to Johnson's left, who's in the gun. Johnson with a clap of the hand throw, left side. That is caught on the left side by Dallas Adams. He'll have a first down inside the 30, dragging defenders as he pushes his way just shy of the 20-yard line. He beat Dom Collette inside, and then Collette went for a ride on Adams' back. With about one with about three other Tigers as well. So on third and three, the Eagles pick up 20. All to 22 as we approach two minutes to go in the half. Johnson, low snap, handles it just fine. They want the wide receiver screen. Adams has it. He is hammered immediately and slammed down by Zach Owens, who read it perfectly. It's a loss of three to the 25. All right, I gave Adams more forward progress than I thought. They'll say he just lost one at the 23. So it'll be second and 11 from the 23-yard line. Even the scoreboard here is marking it at the 25. They're going to hold things up for just a moment. I think the Loveland coaching staff sees that it's marked at 13 to go in the ball in the 25-yard line. Clock has stopped currently with 1.52 to play. And now the official still looking at it. It's still showing 13 yards to go in the ball at the 25. I think that's what the discussion is between the, between the official and Andy Cruz. 
now some pointing being done behind the coaching staff. Not sure what that's about. Or maybe up to the maybe up to the opposite side press box. I'm not sure. Yeah, they're still talking here. I'm not sure they know what's going on over but there. They're, they're talking and the clock's rolling now at 140, and now they've stopped it once again. Bizarre sequence there, so now the clock rolls with 140 to go. Johnson on second down and 11. Right side, he wants it all in the end zone. Ringland out there right through his hands and incomplete. He had a height advantage over Jackson and just couldn't pull it down, and I'm sure that's one Ringland would love to have back. He had the corner. Yeah, absolutely did. Jackson at just five foot seven was no match to go up and get it, and Ringland let it go right through his hands. So with 90 seconds to play, Milford faced with a third and 11 from the 23-yard line. And I wonder here for Milford if this is two-down territory. Yeah, Loveland's got to get a stop here. Johnson, straight drop. Still evaluating, Ian Davis trying with the pressure. Johnson flushed out the left, space is out there. Johnson's going to tuck it and run. He'll go out of bounds just inside the 20, I believe, at the 19-yard line. Or it'll be fourth down for Milford. Really had a good 10 seconds to throw that ball. He escaped outside the pocket. That's where the pressure came from. He didn't have a lot of pressure in the interior at the time. Good coverage in the back in the secondary by Loveland. And not a surprise here to see Milford keep their offense on the field. It is fourth and six from the 19-yard line with a minute 21 to play in the half. From here it would be about a 36-yard field goal try on the left hash. But they will go for it instead. Max Ward is in the game. Watch out for him. He's in the backfield. Johnson, they want him on the wheel route again. Johnson, bullet pass in the middle. Ward has it again for another touchdown. Johnson, an absolutely perfect ball, and Ward goes down to get it. I'll ask you again, Kyle, is there anything Max Ward can't do? Well, we know he can dive and make catches. He just did it right there. That's an Man. incredible catch by Ward. And a terrific throw by Johnson because that's the only place Ward could have gotten it. Low and inside. He was impressed us a couple weeks ago when we had the Princeton game here. And, and that one on inside of Princeton that night, but he was making all kinds of great defensive plays that night and tonight more offensively. Three offensive plays for Max Ward, and he has three touchdowns. Unbelievable. Peyton Bauer on for the extra point. It is up, and this time Bauer connects. 1.14 to go until the half, and things continuing to go wrong for Loveland once again as Milford has blown this game open. And with 1.14 to go until the break, it is Milford 34, Loveland 6, here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies ask, what's your salary? At Northwestern Mutual Cincinnati, we ask, what's your story? We know building the right financial plan means looking at more than money. That's why we start by asking the right question, listening to what matters most to you, then guiding you every step of the way to help you live the life you want, now and years from now. Plan your financial story with Northwestern Mutual. Contact us today at 513-366-3600 or visit us on the web at cincinnati.nm.com. Milford has officially broken this game open as we're near the half. A minute 14 to go. And what was once 7-6 is now 34-6 in favor of 
the Eagles. Now we've got a delay on the field, and I'm looking out to our left, and we may have a lightning delay here. I'm looking out to our left beyond the scoreboard, and I saw some, some lighting off of the sky, and I think that's what's going to happen. Both teams are coming off the field. Nothing overhead here at Eagle Stadium, but out to the distance to our left, which is to the east. There is some clouds lighting up the sky, and I think because of that we are going into a delay. Loveland has already left the field. They've gone in behind the opposite side bleachers, maybe into their locker room. So we have a delay here on the field, and uh, while we try and figure out what exactly the cause of it, again, we believe it's a lightning delay, and yeah, the Milford's going to go to the locker room as well. We'll step aside during the delay. 1.14 to play in the second quarter. Milford leading Loveland 34-6 on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Welcome back to Milford High School as we are just about set to resume play after about a 40-minute lightning delay here on the east side of Cincinnati. Milford leads the game 34-6 over Loveland. Now with a minute 14 to go in the second quarter, what they've announced is that they will go ahead and play the final 114 of the second quarter, and then we will go right into the third quarter. There will be no, uh, there will not be another break for, for an official halftime. The two teams have agreed that that break that we had during the delay, that will count as a de facto halftime. So the full 48-minute game will be played, but there will not be a halftime break after the final minute 14. I, I if you're going to play it out, Kyle, it's the right thing to do. Just go ahead and keep playing. The, kit, the players have just now finished their warm-up, so we're about to resume play, but I think the right call has been made here. I agree. I think uh, having another break uh, doesn't make a lot of sense for the folks here in the, the stands tonight, but also injury sake. You, know, you have guys out there in, in hum the humidity this time of year that you get cramped up from having too many breaks. It's already been an extensive break here so far, so uh, I think it's the right call. So 34-6, Milford with the lead. Uh, unfortunately, because of the lengthy delay, a number of folks have already called it a night. Obviously, both, both schools' bands have called it a night, and understandable as well with all the equipment they have to maintain and what have you. Good number of fans still have stuck it out. And they're ready to see some more exciting action here as we come out of the delay. Loveland is receiving the kickoff off of a 19-yard touchdown reception by Max Ward from Hunter Johnson that made it 34-6. And then we had our delay as I said, about a 40 to 45 minute lightning delay here in Milford. And we are now set to resume action. Vince Wrangland will kick it off for the Eagles. Bailey Jackson and Tyler Lake will await the kick on their own five yard line for Loveland. Milford student section, maybe they just need a break to recharge the lungs. They're ready to go, and football is back underway after the delay. Lake fields the kickoff back at his own five. Trying to cut it to the left side, now maybe working in the middle, just nowhere to go, and he is brought down at the 20-yard line. So Calvin Cloud back to work offensively for Loveland. He's 11 of 22 for 86 yards, a touchdown, and a pick six. So with 107 to go until the second quarter ends, Loveland has two timeouts to work with. Got to wonder if when they change possessions here, as they go to the third quarter, if they'll have a kickoff, it's going to be 
interesting. I would assume that they would. I would assume that you know, treat it just like a brand-new half like you would coming out of the break. So you, you have to think here, the way this is set up, this will, they would have to run Loveland will now some sort, form of a two-minute offense, which is good work to have at any time of the, any time of the season. Plus, you're going to see this same team in Milford in two weeks. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Handoff is going to be taken back by Cloud. He'll throw it. Right sideline, Bailey Jackson wide open across midfield. Into Milford territory. He's brought down at the 46-yard line. Busted coverage out on the far side as they two defenders went with the man in the slot and left Jackson all alone on the outside for a big gain of 34 yards. 51 and change, and the clock rolls now as Loveland gets the play in. They are not exactly in a hurry. As the play clock now shows 41 seconds, 40 seconds. Time really ticking down. Cloud throws it out to the right side, caught by Lake at about the 39-yard line. Play will resume. And that, the clock rolls, I should say, for the moment, but Loveland will take a timeout. So good back-to-back -back plays here for Loveland. Get yourself on plus side of the field. And maybe, who knows, you know, the way... Things have set up now. Loveland, you can maybe go two for one here because Loveland will get the kickoff to start the third quarter. With 31.9 to play, maybe you can try get a little two for one action and get yourself back into this game. And maybe the crowd working in their favor here too. The last, I want to say everybody left. There's still a good sized student section here, but uh, quite a few folks left here at half or excuse me during the, the break there. Um, so it's, maybe that might play in a factor here as well. If they get a quick score here and get the ball back here as they go to the third quarter, you never know. We get some momentum back here. Sound 34-6 now, but a couple quick scores could change the game. So Can they finish the drive? Loveland's had a couple, several nice drives in the first half and on multiple occasions were not able to come away with anything. Penalties, a couple of sacks of Calvin Cloud here and there have negated some more scoring for the Tigers. Back to action now. Loveland with the ball. On the Milford 40 with one timeout left and 32 seconds to play in the half. Cloud design roll out to the right. Gro to the left, I should say. Has Lund out there. Lund has the catch. He'll have a first down to the 32-yard line. The clock will momentarily stop with 23.6. And Loveland will go ahead and spend its final timeout. A little surprise there. Loveland didn't try and go quickly to the line and get another playoff before spending their final timeout as you're a little closer down the field. And also, if you got closer, maybe to try and save that timeout to give Logan Farnsworth a try to field goal. He missed from 40 earlier in the game, but Andy Cruz says, I'll use my final timeout now. 23.6 to play in the half, the ball at the Milford 32-yard line. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be a pretty long field goal from this range. Obviously, it would maybe get a little more yardage before you take a shot at that, but looks like they're going for the six here. Now the important thing is for Loveland, either the ball's got to go to the sideline or you got to get beyond the sticks for a first down. The, sh the short, easy passes right now with no timeouts won't, would probably do Loveland more harm than good. That's the Milford student section you hear. And they're organizing. you like to see that. Back to action, four wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Cal going to floor out to the right. Aquilino, he'll throw the double pass down into the end zone, and it's incomplete. That was a, that was a nice throw, too. Yeah, Aquilino could throw it. He's the number two guy behind Calvin Cloud, so a sneaky play there as well by Andy Cruz because we've seen Aquilino out as a receiver. He's taken handoffs in the backfield, so not a bad play right there, but Milford had it 
scouted. 17.4 to play now. It's second and 10 from the 32. And a nice job as well by Aquilino to make sure he was behind Cloud so that the double pass would be allowed. Cloud looking to his left. Lund is out there on his lonesome. Three receivers to the right. Cloud, pressure from behind. He is hammered from behind by Zombrowski again. Cam Zaromski gets to Cloud again, and that is likely going to end the half. The Loveland Tigers offense didn't realize that Andy Cruz trying to get him to get back to the line. It's not going to do any good, and that's how the second quarter ends. He got around that left side and just blew right by Caleb Medeiros, the left tackle, and blindsided Cloud. It falls to the end of the second quarter, and we'll take a break. We will begin the second half. When we come back, it is Milford all over Loveland, 34-6 here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Again, 5-2-4-4-8-8. Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media. Or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010. Abco Pavement Service. Milford High School, third quarter about to begin with the Eagles leading the Loveland Tigers in the battle for the bell by a score of 34-6. Milford lead, led in total yards in the first half, fairly close though, 201-82. Loveland nearly 2-1 advantage in time of possession because all four of Milford's touchdown drives on offense lasted less than two minutes and 15 seconds. Third quarter begins, Ragland sends the kick deep towards the right sideline. It is fielded and a bobble back there by Jackson and They'll say he did not field it cleanly when he stepped back into the end zone, so it'll be a touchback. With high school football rules, if you do field the ball in the end zone there, it is a touchback. So, and Because he didn't touchback. field it cleanly, he does go back in the end zone as a touchback. So the ball comes out to the 20. It was DeMargo Johnson, beg your pardon. First time we've seen him back fielding a kick today. So Calvin Cloud immediately back to work, 14 of 25 in the first half, 134 yards. A touchdown and interception. He was sacked three times in the first half, the last being by Cam Zaromsky, who led Milford in the first half with seven tackles, four and a half of those for a loss. So from the 20, Calvin Cloud hands off to Meyer. Meyer nowhere to go. He stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Number three, Mason Moore, the ball carrier. That was Mason Moore here for his 11th carry now for 39 yards. On the tackle, number Officially no gain on the play. Atkins on the stop for Milford. Five wide this time for Cloud. He's ready to go. Quick pass to the left side. Lund has it as Jackson out blocking for him. Lund pushed out of bounds as he crossed the 25 to the 28-yard line. Nice simple play again. Get Cloud into a rhythm early 
in the third quarter, and it also brings up now a third and short. Milt Loveland so far in the game, three for seven on third down. Now you got options here in third and short. You can decide to run it. They're not going to. They're dropping that pack and pass coverage here. But. Let me watch for Cloud on a quarterback draw. There it is, and it's not going to work. Zaromski got him again off the left side. And it's actually a loss of about a yard. And Loveland will send on the putting unit. That's disappointing. Yeah, two stall drives there. You certainly want to get some points on both those drives, and they come away with nothing here. And Zaromski right now just eating up the left side of that Loveland line and easily got to Cloud before he could reach the line again. It's fourth and about two. Lund stands back to await the snap on his own 15-yard line. Stickle away to his own 35. Lund, rugby-style kick off to the right side. It is a dandy, and it will bounce at about the 35 and take a Loveland bounce inside the 25. It'll be down at the 20, right at the 25, I should say. Good punt for Lund. It'll back Milford up well within their own territory. Nice job that time by Ethan Lund, and a good idea, too, as well with the rugby-style kick. Allow your coverage to get down the field. And kick the pass the coverage and uh, let it get a nice roll at the end, so nice decision there. And See if the level defense can respond. The big plays have hurt Loveland in this one. We talked coming into the game how stopping the run has been an issue for Loveland the first two games, but because Milford's been so so quick striking with their offense, they haven't needed it. Just 53 yards on the ground for Milford in the first half on just 12 carries. Hunter Johnson back to work. He'll throw on first down. High ball is caught on the left side by Bryson Chambers. It'll be 33-yard line. That is Chambers' second catch of the day for 24 yards. Max Ward, three catches in the first half, 101 yards and three touchdowns. And those three plays were his only th three on offense. I'd say they're productive. Yeah. <laughs> Good call by you. <laughs> Second and two, and a flag on the play from the far side. It'll be a false start against Milford, and that'll be their fifth penalty of the day. Loveland flagged eight times in the first half for 58 yards. That's an area you got to improve on here going forward here. Even if you lose the night here, it's something you want to circle going forward. you got to clean up the, the silly mistakes here that can really let the game fall into reach. Amazing looking at some of the first-half numbers. It feels like this should be a much closer game given how these two teams – Loveland has played offensively and defensively, save for the big plays, of course. You know, Loveland ran 46 offensive plays in that first half to just 27 for Milford because the Eagles have been so quick striking. High snap, throws off the timing, and Johnson's going to keep it himself. They wanted to get the Chambers on the end around, but Johnson's going to stretch it out wide, and he's going to be close to the first down, and I think he has it. 13, nice job by Johnson to make something out of nothing. The snap the nearly went over his head as they were looking to hand it off to Chambers on the jet sweep. But Johnson there. It'll be third down and five for the Eagles. So now third down, that's my mistake for a moment ago. It's third, it's third down. Third down and five. I had the wrong wrong line looking at from here. I have an optometry appointment coming up tomorrow. <laughs> Johnson bobbles the snap, pass over the middle, incomplete. As he was looking for Peyton Bauer streaking between the hash marks. And Milford will send on the punting unit. So Loveland does get a stop here, gets the ball back. Good start to the second half defensively 
for the Tigers. Beaufort fans not happy. They want to pass interference call there at the end. I think that was right to not throw a flag there. I think it's a good no call. It's Ringland on to punt for the third time. He's averaging 38 yards per punt. Bailey Jackson will await it at his own 33-yard line as Milford needs to get an 11th man on the field, and they do. 9.29 to go in the third, and the Eagles set to punt it away. Ranglin, low line drive in the rugby-style kick, and Jackson will let it go. It's going to take a Milford bounce and roll out of bounds inside the 25-yard line. So nice job by Ranglin to not allow Jackson a chance to return it. It backs the Tigers up inside the 25-yard line. So now a chance here to, I guess, get a rebound from a nice defensive stand there. A couple offensive stall drives there at the end, one at the end of the first half here now to start the second half. You didn't get any points. You want to get a couple scores there to get back in the game, but uh, good defensive stop there. So now they get the ball back here, and maybe they get things rolling from here. Calvin Cloud back out with Mason Moore. He'll line up to his right. Two receivers stacked together on either side. Cloud. Asking the official for a thumbs up, saying, can I go ahead and go? He does. Fakes a, fakes a snap. Now looks to the sideline for an adjustment. Play clock down to five. Moore shifts in tight. Down to two. Cloud just gets it off. Handoff is to Moore left side. That's going nowhere in a hurry. Milford had that dead to rights. And again, the left side of the Loveland line just continues to get swallowed up by the Milford front four. That's a good defensive front there. They like to put a lot of pressure on here and really won the line of scrimmage tonight. Caleb Medeiros and John Filgis, the left tackle and left guard spots respectively, have really struggled. It's a loss of one to the 20-yard line. Screen pass out to the wide side to Webster in the flat, trying to cut his way in the middle across the 20. He'll maybe get to the 21-yard line, and there are five white hats waiting for him. And right now, Milford defensively just flying to the football. And at some point, you have to wonder here, Kyle, when do you take a shot down the field if you're Loveland? Because right now, these Loveland, these Loveland defenders are creeping up closer and closer to the line of scrimmage. Cloud on third long, a design rollout. It's, he's going down in the backfield. And Loveland immediately goes three and out. Yeah, you know, the play call in there, there's no surprise there. You mentioned maybe going well, going deep. I thought it was going to be coming soon. They had five wide there. I thought maybe they might take a shot down the field instead of they run the draw here. So, And just that quickly, Loveland sends a punting you to back on. A disastrous three and out. This time for Andy Cruz. Stickle and Ward will await the punt deep at their own 40-yard line. Ethan Lund will come on for the third time. He's averaging 27.5 yards per kick. Rugby-style kick, another good one. Ward can feel it, though, at his own 38. Ward cutting up the left side, trying to work his way in the middle. Max Ward down the left sideline in Loveland territory where he's banged out of bounds. Jets inside the 40-yard line. He is so electric, Max Ward. So, Jason, did you say that he could also refield punts too? He's, uh, yeah, he's doing that too. Apparently else. <laughs> I mean, if he keeps going like this, I'm just going to hand him my headset and tell him to call the rest of the game too. <laughs> I don't think there's anything he can't do. So, And, and again, folks, it, Kyle said in the first half, he's five foot six, 135 pounds. Doesn't play like it. No. No, tonight he's playing like a guy who wants an all – who wants to be on the All-State team. So Milford will have it at the Loveland 37-yard line. 
Or at least they were until a late flag came in for a block in the back. I didn't even see the flag come in. So it'll back it up 10. Nevertheless, Milford will still start in plus territory. No, actually, they're going to be back to the 50, so it's 10 yards from the spot. So at midfield, Milford will start leading 34-6, to six, and if they any kind of score here will put Milford into a 30-plus point lead and thus institute the running clock. Don't want to see that happen for Loveland. But Milford set up an outstanding field position. Johnson back to throw. He wants it all on first down. Ringland's out there. Ringland has it. 10-5 touchdown. You talk about going for the hammer immediately. Johnson a dime down the field to Vince Ringland for his fourth touchdown of the night to make it 40-6. to six. That's the Hunter Johnson we've uh, we've been looking for all year long. He's kind of struggled so far to start things, but, man, he's come on strong tonight. Been able to drop back there and just sit back and uh, let it sling or let it fly. He had three touchdowns in the first two games combined. That's his fourth tonight. And somebody other than Max Ward or Caleb Johns has scored for Milford. So that's breaking news. The extra point. Doinked off the upright by Bauer, it is no good. So 7.21 to go in the third quarter, and Loveland once again trailing big. It is 40-6 here in Milford on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Abco Pavement Services, LLC, has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, Town Properties, and Fifth Third Bank, to name a few. We strive to provide professional service, communication, and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs. Go Abco Pavement Services. Hunter Johnson with touchdown from 62, 50, 20, and 19 in the game. And now the third quarter, 721 to play. The Milford Eagles in the battle for the bell have blown this thing wide open. They lead Loveland 40 to 6. Ringland will kick it off. That's his reward for a 50-yard touchdown pass. He's also the kickoff man. Margo Johnson and also Tyler Lake back to receive the kick. Milford fans more than happy right now. Johnson will catch a line drive at his eight-yard line. Nearly stumbled over the turf monster, but instead Johnson out across the 25 to the 27-yard line. Number 19, Johnson on the As, uh, now the with the last the touchdown that puts 15, Milford ahead by 34. The, the, the line is 30 in high school football. When a team goes up by 30, the clock will run without stopping. The only time you have a stop, stoppage would be an injury, a score, change of possession, or timeout. So the clock right now as we speak is running actively. Under seven minutes now. And uh, Calvin Cloud not on or beg your pardon, it was. He and Aquilino were together, and Aquilino came off late. Cloud is out there, five receivers, three to the left, two to the right. He looks right, out, has it caught for the moment. Lake made a move upfield, and I think that's going to be an incomplete pass. I think it was a good good call there as Lake was trying to split a couple of defenders, had it knocked out as he made his first move. It's incomplete. And they ruled it a fumble. Milford had it. Yeah, a clear recovery there by Milford, but 
That's a, that's a good break there for the Loveland offense. Second time that Lake has dropped one that Cloud put right in his hands. So from the 28, Cloud, three to his left, one to his right. Looking left, now they've got the screen set to Mason Moore and Cloud just airmailed it over his head. Pressure coming in from the left side again from Zaromsky, forced Cloud to rush the throw and he fired it over Moore's head. It's third down and right now, Cam Zaromsky on that left side of the line for, against Loveland is right now unblockable. He is eating up that left side of the line, in particular left tackle Caleb Medeiros. I have to think if you're Loveland, maybe you put an extra tight end there right now to give, to give Medeiros the sophomore some help. Cloud will pull it back on third and 10. Fires it to the left side. Lund has it. He'll be well short of the first down as he's pushed out of bounds at the 34-yard line. So it'll be another three and out for the Tigers. And right now, it's I talked about earlier, maybe taking a shot down the field. Calvin Cloud doesn't have time to take a shot down the field. No, the Seagulls defense really putting a lot of pressure on him, especially the second half. So Lund will come on for his fourth punt. Max Ward had an outstanding return a moment ago, and it looks like the Eagles are kind of playing a bit of a safe defense here. Dakota Frank, the defensive back, will go back deep to await the kick this time. Lund, rugby-style kick again, another good one towards the right side, and Frank will let it go, and it'll go out of bounds at the Milford 33-yard line, and that's where the Eagles will take over, leading 40-6 with 4.33 to go in the third quarter, and once this first play is snapped, the clock will continue to roll. So unfortunately, the third week in a row, the Tigers have been on the wrong side of the running clock. Yeah, coming up next week, the Tigers go on the road to Withrow. That was their lone win a year ago, Loveland beating Withrow a year ago, 24 to nothing. That game next Friday will be at Withrow. It will be the first official game of ECC play, and we'll have the cover to you right here on ESP Media kicking off at 7 o'clock. Hunter Johnson back to work. Hands off to Meyer, and he's going nowhere. Jack Byer back to the 32-yard line, loss of a couple on the play. Saw with her last week here at Princeton, and got some got some good players on the team. It's a team still coming together, but uh, like. Got a good, a good pass attack there in that, in that offense there. It's a team that Loves going to be ready next, next week defensively. They can certainly throw the ball. We can sling it through the air pretty well. And pass coverage has been an issue at times tonight for Loveland, so no, that does not bode well. Flag on the play and a false start will back Loveland up five. Make it second and 17. It'll move the ball, ball back to the 27-yard line. Again, clock rolling, 3.30 to go in the third quarter, and the Tigers trailing 40-6. Fifth penalty of the night against the Eagles. The battle for the bell, of course, the way the scheduling cork this year, the Tigers will have a chance in two weeks to take the bell right back when they play at Loveland. And, of course, that game as well will be right here on ESP Media. Johnson, play fake, rolling to the right, Ion Davis out there, but the pass is thrown out and caught. Across the 35, near the 40-yard line. It was eventually brought in by Chase Dusing. Across the 40, and they're going to spot him at the 42. And we'll see where that's marked. It'll be about third and two. So give Dusing 15 on the play. But a very good pickup on third down for the Eagles to make this a very manageable third down. They were three for six in the first half. 
a market improvement from where they were the first two weeks when they were 5 for 22. In the pistol, Byers going to take the handoff, trying to go right side. He's going to get stood up right at the line to gain. It's going to depend on the spot, and the official coming in from the near side is going to mark it as being short of the line to go. It'll be fourth down in about a yard and a half, and it looks like Milford's going to keep the offense on the field. Shows confidence in their offense to be able to move the ball, especially in your own territory like this. Any issue with this call with being a, being a 40 to six game like this? That's Johnson trying to sneak himself a break through the line to have a first down to the 49 yard line. I got to make some motions about it. I, I can see it on one side here that uh, it's running up the score in a sense, but that would only be in the case with the throwing the ball. I think trying to actively score. In this case, they're just trying to move the ball and keep the clock running. So uh, I'm with you. I'm with you on the on, on that one. You're so close, close to midfield. It's a, it's a first down for Johnson to the Milford 49 yard line. 90 seconds to go in this rolling third quarter. Eagles still leading 40 to 6. I'd be surprised if we see Johnson throw much more in the game. Of course, soon as say that he's going to sling it on first down, and that is incomplete. He's looking out to the left side, and Dallas Adams, Dom Collette, met him right at the spot and knocked it away. On the coverage for the Tigers. With the running clock, still the ball. The clock will still run here with the ball falling on the turf like that. And earlier in the game, that would have stopped. So now we're under a minute here left in the third quarter. And Milford on the road next week there at Walnut Hills. So maybe just getting Hunter Johnson a few extra reps throwing the ball before they hit on the road a week from now. Johnson on second down wants to throw. They want the inside screen, and it's incomplete as the intended target on the play, Peyton Bauer, really just kind of gator arm that one. He thought a, I think he thought a hit was coming. and kind of let up as, the, as he was going inside to try and catch it. It's, it'll be third down. Third footsteps. I think he did. Now it looks like Milford might run this here. They're looking at the sidelines here. It looks like they may potentially run this in the, the quarter they, here. They don't have to. T they don't have to run. There's about a four-second differential between game and play clock. So, it looks like Milford will indeed take this to the end of the third of the third quarter. And so will we. We are headed into the fourth quarter in Loveland, staring in the face of an 0-3 start to the season. They trail. Milford in the battle for the bell in the Skyland Chili Crosstown Showdown, 40 to 6 at the end of the third here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. London Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com slash careers today. Welcome back. Fourth quarter about to begin. And Milford, 12 minutes away from claiming the bell. In this rivalry game, leading Loveland by a score of 40-6. to six. Teams change sides of the field. Milford now going from right to left as we begin the fourth quarter. They have third and ten from their own 49-yard line. Johnson back to pass, pressure coming in. Out to the wide side. It is caught by Ringland, and he'll have a first down to the Loveland 34-yard line. 
tackled on the play by DeMargo number Johnson. Johnson's pass to and Ringland, his third catch of the day. On the tackle, number 19, DeMarco Johnson. Ringland takes it to the Tiger 34-yard line, where it's good for another Eagle first down. A gain of 17 on the play. Ringland now three catches for 79 yards and a score from the 34. Byer takes a handoff right side. He is walloped as he across the 35-yard line. And on the hit on that exchange, that was Austin Haas. Came in from the left side of that line and just smacked Byer. Hold him to a gain of a couple. Johnson in no hurry. Gets his call in from the sideline. Again, neither team has huddled in this game. Loveland in tight. Johnson wants to throw. Wants Ringland down the right sideline. Ringland has a step. Ringland has it for the touchdown. Another beautiful pass from Hunter Johnson to Vince Ringland. And Milford has opened the floodgates. That one from 33 yards out. It makes it 46 to 6 with the extra point pending. Hunter Johnson's really found a stride tonight. It's been, him and Ringland have really been in sync, especially the second half. That'll put Ringland over 100 yards on the night with two touchdowns. Peyton Bauer will come on for the extra point. He's missed two of them tonight. As he will line up, good snap. This one from Bauer is up and no problem this time. So the Johnson to Ringland connection getting in sync as both teams start to head towards conference play here coming up. And also a rematch between these two in just a couple of weeks. And with 10.37 to go in the third quarter, it is all Milford. They lead Loveland 47-6. to six. Certainly uh, not the way things uh, didn't really look like a, it would shape up this way. The way things started out here is a pretty tough game. And yep. Milford just kind of taking control of it here after late in the second quarter. They really started pulling away here and really kept the momentum after that break. They've, you've seen uh, two totally different teams really here in the second half. You've seen Milford really come up well-rested from the break and Loveland just maybe, maybe too well-rested there from that break. Story here for Loveland, kind of the same story as a week ago against Loveland. You get off to a good start. You're right there, you know, you're seven to six. And then all of a sudden, Max Ward takes over the game and, and breaks things wide open. And then Hunter Johnson starts picking up the slack with the deep balls. And that is why we're, you're at it 47 to six. And on the other side, Calvin Cloud has had less and less time to throw the ball as the game has gone on. Lake will field the kick at his own two yard line. Coming up the right sideline, he will try and go, and he's tackled out of bounds just shy of the 20. Brought down by Dakota Adams. But I guess if there's any uh, silver lining out of this one here, though, these two teams will again meet in two weeks. So you get to watch film from this game and learn from your mistakes. You get to play them again for what actually counts towards your conference standing. So uh, if you can. That's important. Right, if you write your, stake, your, uh, your mistakes here in the next couple of weeks, here, it's going to have to be quick, obviously, but you get a chance to play for all the marbles in. Absolutely. And, that, and that's the thing you have to take away from this Tigers fans is that yes this is a conference rival but this game does not count towards the conference standings so despite the start to this season everything you would want is still in front of you the rest of the way and you have to keep that in mind going forward and that, that game again will be in Loveland as well so they get, yes, they get the home crowd that night and that will be a packed house for your ride. 
So if you want to check out that game in person, make sure you are there early. Cloud pulls it back for Moore at the last second. He'll take off himself, cross the 25 to the 26-yard line. It looked like Cloud wanted to throw it to the left side and then decided to tuck it and run. He'll pick up about six. Cloud right back, to the, right back at it. Quick pass out to the left side. Lund has it, and he is driven backwards immediately for a loss of a couple as Mason Moore just missed the attempted block on the outside as he was working against McKeon Buchanan, also Mason Roy out wide for the Eagles as well. So it'll be third down now and five with a loss of one back to the 25. Cloud design roll out to the right. Has a man out there. Is caught by Lake. I think he's going to be about a yard shy of the first down. Nice job by Lake to secure that ball. That is Lake's fifth catch of the day. And I'd have to think here, fourth down and about a yard and a half to go, even on your own 29-yard line. Loveland's going to go for this, and they will. That was good coverage there by Jacob Cook and Mason Roy there. Cloud goes up to the line for the first time this season on the quarterback sneak, and I think he will have the first down. They are certainly to move the chain, so they do get the fourth down conversion here. Cloud's no small fry. He goes six foot five, solid 210 pounds. That's not a surprise he was able to bust through to get the first down. He'll roll out to the left on a pass here on first down. Out wide, Lake has it. Lake across the 35. Stiff arms the man, gets across the 40, and is shoved out of bounds at the 44-yard line. It'll be enough for another Tigers first down. 7.35 on the clock as it continues to roll. Certainly want to see a little bit of a rhythm coming into this one here if they're able to get a, something together here in the last couple drives of this game and bring some momentum into the Withrow game next week. A very a winnable game. It's, gonna, it's not going to be an easy one by any means. There are no easy games in the ECC, but that's, that's a game that's very winnable. And a flag on the play as Cloud drew three Milford defensive linemen offside. Cloud actually had both of his hands on his helmet as if he was the one that was guilty of a penalty there, but instead it'll move the ball to the Loveland 49. It'll be first and five, under seven minutes to play. End the game on a positive note, as Kyle said, you want to take, leave with some kind of good feeling out of this game, knowing that you did some things well to close it out, and you kept fighting all the way to the end. Cloud, with under 10 seconds on the clock, gets the snap. Onto the right side, the throw is out there to Lake. Another short throw. Lake will be met right at the sticks. I think he'll have enough for the first down to the 45-yard line of Milford. And Lake, a little shaken up on the play as there were three Eagle defenders that just kind of crunched in on him as he caught the ball. And Lake's looking a little winded out there. and he, He's taking quite a beating here tonight. Still in there and still fighting, so you like to see that. He's right at it on the right side at receiver. Etuan Webster in the backfield. He'll get the handoff. No, Cloud pulls it back. He had plenty of space and now goes down at the 49-yard line. Fooled me on the play fake. It was so good, but on the back side, he was met and dropped down back at the 49-yard line. Attack on the play, Lucas Hardorfer. This is a Milford defense with seven new starters. And I'd have to think the Milford coaching staff is more than thrilled with their performance tonight. Played solid all three weeks here, even in a Bad loss to Princeton opening week. They played solid to the first three quarters of that one defensively. Cloud 
Design draw up the middle. No, actually, that was Aquilino, the backup quarterback in that time, on the draw up the middle. Saw him launch one earlier that was very nice throw to the end zone, just a little bit over, a little bit off, off the mark there. Calvin Cloud on the sideline at the moment. He's still near the coaching staff, so don't know if Cloud's night is over, if they just want to give Aquilino a couple of plays here. Aquilino in the gun with Webster to his right. Aquilino wants to throw, and a high wobbler over the head of Lake as he takes another shot. Nothing malicious at all on the play as he was met by Gabe DiTulio as soon as he came down. I gotta tell you, Lake is hunched over right now, and he's gonna need an ice bath after this one. He's been hit pretty hard tonight, that's for sure. Almost every ball he's been targeted on or is caught has been working into the middle and into the defense. And he's still toughing it out. Fourth down and eight. Aquilino breaks away from one tackle, going out left side across the 40-yard line into the middle. And Aquilino's going to have a first down. He was popped in the backfield and stayed on his feet. And on fourth and eight, Luca Aquilino picks up 11. Good toughness there from the sophomore. Now just finding open space and making a play. Aquilino gets this snap, rolling to the right. I think he wants a shot downfield. No, we'll try and throw it inside the lake. It's short and incomplete. Lake had a man right on his back. Natron Webster checks out. Mason Moore checks in at tailback on second and 10. 3.50 to go. And Loveland just trying to get something on the scoreboard before this rivalry game ends. Again, these two teams will play each other again two weeks from tonight. That game at Loveland. And we'll have the coverage for you right here on ESP Media. Aquilino out to the left side. A bullet pass, and Lake snatches it out of the air inside the 20 to the 17-yard line. What a bullet and a great catch by Lake on the left side. On the tackle for the Eagles, number 36, Luke Lewis. Lewis on the stop, but it's another first down. First down and 10 to the Tigers. The ball spotted just inside the 18-yard line. Aquilino sends a man in motion some more. Swing pass out. No, Aquilino wants the end zone. Lodor just over his head, and it's intercepted. Flag in the end zone. They may get Loveland for interference on the play as Lodor was bumped when the ball arrived. He was being defended on the play. By Mason Roy, the linebacker, and Moore, Roy just kind of leaned his shoulder into Lodor as the ball came in, and they will call pass interference. Kind of a needless thing to do there if you're Roy. Here, Kyle, the ball was not going to be caught by Lodor. Not another chance. But nonetheless, now a shorter field to work with here, and Loveland trying to cash in. The ball moved half the distance to the goal, so it's first and goal from the nine. The ball will be placed on the left hash for the Tigers. 2.20 to go. The Milford student section still into this thing. Aquilino wanting to run the ball, going out to the right side, and he's getting dropped for a loss of about five to the 14-yard line. Nothing developed on that play whatsoever. Luke Lewis on the stop for the Eagles. It'll be second down and six. I have to think now, barring an injury, Calvin Cloud's night is over. Nothing wrong getting Aquilino a look. Brings a different element, but a little smaller, but has, has more speed than Calvin Cloud does. So it gives you a different dynamic. 138 to go. Aquilino, play fake, wants to roll to the left. 
Throwing out the left side into the back of the end zone. It is caught by Ethan Lund for the touchdown. Great fake by Lund. He drove towards the front pylon, then broke it off back towards the back corner, and Aquilino hit him right between the numbers. It's a good fade to the back corner there, and Jacob Cook, I think, just lost him. He fell, slipped back behind him in the back corner of the end zone. Nobody around him. Maybe got caught ball watching a bit as Aquilino was rolling out. So 47-12, to 12, your score on a beautiful pass from Aquilino to Ethan Lund from 14 yards out. Now Farnsworth on for the extra point. Had one blocked on the first touchdown of the game. This one, no problem. So 127 to play now, and it's 47-13 to 13 in favor of Milford. Good drive there by Lovin. Get some points on a good showing there to, as they close this one out. Good for Aquilino there to come off the bench too and uh, really rally the troops and move them downfield. They get some good game tape there. We saw the double pass. They tried that earlier in the ball game. I can see Aquilino maybe get a, get a few more snaps and as far as throwing the ball, whether it's straight quarterback position, the gadget play, what have you. When he gets set, he can fire a nice ball. That he can. He can also move the, make some plays with his legs too. Yes, he can. So Loveland now will come out for the kickoff. Will they just kick it straight away or will they try an onside kick? And at this point in the game, obviously you're not, you're not going to come back from the margin it is, but maybe you work on your onside kick. All right, the kickoff to begin the game, Loveland, a very, very short kick that just barely crossed the 40-yard line, and they were able to recover it because Milford wasn't expecting it. We'll see what the Tigers do here. It's lining up in a traditional kickoff formation. You would think it's 17 to 13, the way the Milford student section is into this. Hey, you gotta, gotta love it if you're the home crowd here though. Short kick fielded by the Eagles at the 25 yard line. Trying to fight through and all the way to the, up to the 40 yard line on the reception. That was Daniel McCoy. The backup tailback slash defensive back. So Milford here likely will just run the clock out with a minute 23 to go and leading 47 to 13. And after falling week one to Princeton, they'll now go to two and one after this one. So good good bounce back after a loss in the first week after a game that they actually were very much uh, in that for three quarters of that one here and just let slide away in the fourth quarter. Princeton's. Princeton's a good ball club, and in at quarterback now, Mason Clark, the sophomore, takes over for Hunter Johnson, who had a banner night for Milford. Let's go, Mason! And Mason Clark will take it on the read option. He'll slide down at the 43-yard line. As we have one minute to go in this one. Mentioning Princeton tonight, they actually had a fumble late in that game. Uh, Sycamore came back to tie the game and hit a game-winning field goal, so Sycamore wins that one 16-13 tonight. A great ball game those fans out in Sycamore saw. Two very good teams. Clark, handoff up the middle, and trying to fight his way to the 45-yard line. I think that's McCoy, who just fielded the last kickoff. Actually, it's Justin Bell. Number 20, Justin Bell, the ball carrier. Who's actually listed on the roster as defensive end? That's you like versatility like that. 25 seconds on the clock, and Milford with third and five with one more handoff here should end this. In fact, they don't even have to hand it off. They will though to Bell, and Bell is met in the backfield. 
And a flag, though, on the far side as Bell was brought down for a loss of one and a flag on the play. I think by the time they announce the flag, that'll be all zero, so I don't think it's going to matter much. I think they're calling holding. But you're right. You're right. Clock winds out. Penalty doesn't matter at this point. That's the final score. Milford knocks off Loveland 47 to 13. Milford improves to 2 and 1. Loveland drops to 0 and 3. Next Loveland Tigers football game comes a week from tonight at Withrow. Game kicks off at 7 p.m. to kick off officially ECC play. And then these two teams here, Loveland and Milford, will meet again in two weeks at Loveland and kick off both those games at 7 p.m. You can hear them right here on ESP Media. So, for my broadcast partner, Kyle Howard, I am Jason Griefer. Thank you so much for joining us here tonight. It was a wild ball game, a lot of big plays. We had ourselves a lengthy lightning delay, but in the end, Milford just overwhelms Loveland by a final score of 47-13. You've been listening to Loveland Tigers football on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.